0: And you're invited too. It's time to watch the show. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Saturday Morning Obscurities. I'm your co-host Brother Jams. I'm your co-host and sister Melissa. And welcome to another episode of the show. On this podcast, we look back on kids' shows you feel like only you remember. Today we're going to be talking about one of my personal favorites: Green Lantern the Animated Series. But Before we get into that, we have our first segment of the show, What's New Scooby-Doo, where we talk about any new media shows, something new we've been enjoying in our lives. Mel, what's New Scooby-Doo with you?
1: Today, I rewatched the 2009 Star Trek, uh, a movie I'm very fond of, but every time I watch it, I'm upset that it takes an hour and 23 minutes to get to Scotty.
0: (laughs) It should be Scotty from the very beginning. I don't care about Kirk. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> right, he was there in the bridge Kirk's dad. <laughs> yeah. He, he looks very young for his age. Scotty's quite old. No, I just want to mm-hmm. air this grievance. Uh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you want to pay this grievance?
1: Right. I I was watching this movie with our dad once and dad mm-hmm. remarks, "Wow, they really absolutely nailed all of these young actors that they cast to play these characters and i said one of the jokes in my life i'm the proudest of like yeah you could say they really pegged scotty and then her dad just (laughs) says yeah (laughs) didn't didn't acknowledge this mastercraft wordplay
0: (sighs) dad under massive (laughs) underappreciator of jokes uh, have you watched any of uh, Strange New Worlds, the new uh, Star Trek show they're doing?
1: I do not have Paramount Plus at this time. I intend to get it in oh. the future. I It's been my goal to like clean a bunch of shows off of my to-watch list and then just immerse myself in various Star Treks for like an
0: entire year. Uh, but enough.
1: Right. I, I have heard very good things about Strange New Worlds.
0: Yeah. Uh, I uh, was told to watch it by a friend and I started it. I didn't have I Hopes. Because since they've been starting to do new Star Treks, it's been—I don't know—it it feels like current dramas, like TV dramas, and I'm like, I don't know, this isn't really my cup of tea, mm. even if it is sci-fi. Mm. But the new Strange New Worlds with like Captain Pike, like the old Enterprise, uh, it is just perfectly nailing the formula. It is doing—it's doing, it's doing uh, instead of like being like a big heavy drama that takes eight episodes to finish one arc. Mm. It's, you know, two or three problems in one episode, and then they figure it out and they're done. Nice. And you, you can watch them in whatever order you want. I mean, there's probably, like, a thorough line. But, yeah, it's just like watching, an ep- like, a bunch of episodes of Next Gen. You don't need prior knowledge to watch this episode. Mm-hmm. It's uh, very, very good, and I'm looking forward to watching it every week.
1: Nice. I'm happy that is out there.
0: mm mm-hmm. uh, I... That could be what my watch news could be but I did want to mention that I'm watching, uh, young Young Justice. Hey, uh, Young Justice is now four seasons long. Okay, maybe five. Uh, it seems to just keep going, and I just kind of stopped watching it before the end of the first season. Mm-hmm. And I decided to remedy that and watch. I like skimmed through. Like, I know I want to watch these episodes, and these episodes are important, and then I could just watch the episodes I haven't watched. So I did I did a cliff notes version of season 1, <laughs> watched the season finale and now I'm ready to kind of dive back into, this, into into the show. But yeah, it's just Young Justice is really really good and I don't know why the DC cinematic universe can't see that like maybe this is where you should put your money.
1: That'd be nice. I I'm not sure if I've ever seen a complete episode of Young Justice, but I know that it is held in very high regard. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's uh really heckin' good. We'll we'll do it on the on the show eventually, I'm sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It, it qualifies for teen drama. But yeah, that's my little tiny what's the new scooby doo uh, mainly I want to talk about Green Lantern today. Yeah! This uh comes out when does this come out? This comes out on the 9th, uh just seven days after my birthday. And I wanted to pick one of my favorite shows, uh And it's not, it's probably not even in the top 10, but it is a severely underrated animated series. Mm -hmm. Is is Green Lantern, the animated series. Uh, It only was on the air for a couple years. This is a kind of, it's not even a retelling. It's just kind of like, you know how comics are? You just take characters that haven't done stuff in a while and they do stuff for a while. (laughs) That's, that's comics. Yeah. Uh, And sometimes they have done stuff a while and they keep doing stuff and that's comics. Um, Green Lantern the Animated Series follows Hal Jordan you should know him he's one of the first Green Lanterns Uh, and you have his like drill sergeant slash friend Kilowog who's also a Green Lantern they go out into space and have to go out to like the far edge like far sector of space to like investigate something for the Guardians and like just kind of like poke around out there and uh, they discover red lanterns, which were, like, a different thing introduced in the comics, but in this, like, oh, what are red lanterns? We'll, t- we'll find out. Uh, instead of green lanterns, which are fueled by willpower, green lanterns are fueled by rage. Yeah. And- red
1: for rage.
0: Red for rage. And there's a big mean guy called Atrocitus, who's the big uh, red lantern master dude. And <laughs> they have to, you know, kick his butt. And there's a AI, a ship AI called Aya. And uh, there's a Red Lantern that kind of flips sides called Razor. Mm. And it's the show has this cool like it's CGI, but it's it's done. It's like sleek and like like chunky. Yeah, they
1: look <laughs> like action figures. They've got this sort of matte plastic texture to them. And you're right. They are chunky.
0: Yeah. Everyone kind of has like a like upside down triangle body. yep uh, which is fine. like that's a, a fine animation <laughs> style. Uh, I, I like tiny legs big torso. <laughs> uh, but yeah this show kind of fell prey to uh, a big problem with animation is if it doesn't sell merchandise, we're not gonna make it. Mm-hmm. So the reason this show only got I think like one season yeah was uh, because they couldn't sell the toys. I remember uh, I was working at Toys R Us when the show was coming out and just unfortunately like those toys did just kind of stay on the shelves. They got bought every now and then but not as much as they needed to be bought. So it got canceled. But it's still a very good story. You don't see a lot of independently Green Lantern stuff. Green Lantern is like a a soft spot for me because it's kind of like when I started reading comics, that was kind of the first stories I started reading. Mhm. And yeah, it's uh it's really good and I wanted to revisit it. So, yeah, I'm
1: happy you picked it. I have seen all of this show. We've covered it on my other podcast, The Review Show, in its entirety. Mm. Uh, it, it is a very solid piece of work. The characters are charming. It's a fun space adventure. And I've always liked, I say always, uh, d- when I say always, I mean going back like 11 years. When you got into Green Lantern and you explained <laughs> it to me. I, I like the yeah. lore. <laughs> I, I like the, yeah. the magic system of Green Lantern.
0: Yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's a, uh, what's the, it's a spectrum. Yeah. It's a spectrum based magic system. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very fun. I really like uh, like brightest day and blackest night, which <laughs> revolve around black and white lanterns. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stories to tell. Uh, there's a new uh, uh, Green Lantern called Green Lantern uh, Sojourner Malin, uh, who had a, a comic, a standalone comic called Far Sector, and it's really good. Green Lanterns are just really good. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, let's uh, let's talk about some facts, shall we? Green Lantern the Animated Series. It was developed by Bruce Timm, uh Giancarlo Volbe, and uh Jim Krieg. Green Lantern itself was created by John Broom and Gil Kane. Uh Bruce Timm, you may know him from uh like Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. And Superman the Animated Series. Yep. He's <laughs> kind of that father of that uh animation style, that 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 uh art design that you see uh Batman the Animated Series in. There were uh, 26 total episodes. Some streaming services have this as 25. I don't know where they lost the episode. Huh. Uh, it it ran from 2011 to 2013. Country of origin was USA. The production company was DC Entertainment and Warner Brothers Animation. Originally ran on Cartoon Network in the US. Uh, adaptations. There was, of course, like a comic miniseries. I think, like, 15 issues came out in single issues, and there were some, like, like there were, like, graphic novels, but, like, they didn't quite yeah. master the art style. Uh, so it was just kind of, like, more Green Lantern stories than yeah. anything. And there was, like, a web-based game on Cartoon Network, if you can call that an adaptation. <laughs> and popular voice actors. We have the one, the only Kevin Michael Richardson mm-hmm. as Killawog. Tom Kenny as Zilius Zox, one of the Red Lanterns. Uh, Clancy Brown plays uh, Z- Zartok? Yeah. yeah Zartok from, from one of the episodes we watched today. Uh, Diedrich Bader plays Guy Gardner. Probably uh, one of my favorite iterations of Guy Gardner. I think you could play Guy Gardner on the big screen.
1: Oh. Uh,
0: yeah. And uh, Gray Griffin, voice of Aya. Mm
1: hmm.
0: Uh, oh, and also the the voice of our lead, uh, Hal Jordan, is Josh Keaton, who you might know as Young Hercules from the Hercules movie, Ah, and Shiro from Voltron, the Legendary okay. Defender show. And those are the facts. We facts. Are, we were kind of zipping through this. So normally this would be the part of the show where we watch the opening intro. Um, this isn't a very long intro. This is 20 seconds, and it's just kind of like a clip show. Yeah, but you know the music in the show is good, so let's let's run it anyway. All right, hit and play in three, two, one, play.
1: The opening credits are just the letters for Green Lantern floating slowly through space, and you see clips of the show to come playing out within the letters. Yep. Yep. We got our friends, they got their rings, they're being powerful out there, protecting the galaxy.
0: It's an animated series.
1: Right! This delivers on its promise of being an animated series.
0: (laughs) That intro also, it might have just been the music, but it reminds me of the Justice League Unlimited opening. Mm. Yeah. The episodes we watched, uh, I picked episode six, uh, Lost Planet, and... Because I also wanted to talk about the longevity of the show, I mm. thought I'd pick the finale as well. We have done the finale of the show before. I can't remember which one we've done, but we have done a finale out of the blue for a new show.
1: Cubics. Robots for everyone. We, we did pick the last episode, <laughs> the cubics.
0: So, that's, uh, <laughs> that's our preface for doing the last episode, but... I, I also really wanted to the mention of an episode I kind of wanted to do the Babel episode yeah uh which I think was 21 but it was uh our main characters uh Kilowog, uh hal and razor are on a planet and their rings don't work so they all don't understand each other's languages mm-hmm. and they're just trying to like get by just on uh, sh- uh charades and all yeah <laughs>
1: Which is, Uh, I I remember that being a neat episode and something I didn't think about, that the rings also act as universal translators.
0: Yes. Yeah. There's a lot to do with this show. Like, this show could have gone on. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of hijinks and and, uh, potential in this show that just never got tapped. But yeah. So we open on Lost Planet. I picked this episode because it features one of my favorite Green Lanterns. Actually, two of my favorite characters, I should say. Um... We open with a previously on, which is good because we didn't watch the first five episodes. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, previously on, uh, there's a ring in search of a new host. The way Green Lantern rings work is that there's like a set number of rings Mm -hmm. and there's a set number of like of sectors that the universe is divided into. And uh, when a a ring's host dies, the ring will fly off its finger and go find a new host to be the, you know, uh, guardian of that sector. Mm-hmm. So a Green Lantern character died Uh, in this kind of far sector. They were trying to find him and hopefully get his help against the Red Lantern Scourge. And he died. And his ring went to the queen of the world. And the previous one is like, are they going to join us? And then it cuts to the episode starting. And it's like, oh, they didn't join us. They're back on their own their own planet. Oh, yeah. They had, they had stuff to do.
1: Mm-hmm. This episode starts with our, our crew in the ship, Hal and Kilowog and Razor, and the ship's AI, Aya, has constructed a physical body for herself. She is the ship, yes. but she's also a robot lady who walks around. Uh, mm-hmm. And even though it's just the four of them, Kilowog still insists they do a roll call. Like I like yeah. that Kilowog is so tough and so grizzled, but is also like... Very by the book in almost a dorky way. Like nobody cares yeah. about rules. He's like the top officer around here. He could skip all of this, but no. For the letter of the law, he wants
0: to do it. It's important to him. Mm-hmm. There's also a quote from the show that is not in the episodes we watched, but I think it's in this first episode of the show where they get they steal this ship that has this AI on it uh-huh. in order to take it to the sector. And the AI pops up like, hi, I'm your AI. And Hal says, hi, Aya. And Kilowog's like, that's not how, you, how A-I is pronounced. That'd be I-E. <laughs> <laughs> and how is just like, well, Aya is a pretty name. Pretty name for a pretty ship. <laughs> Flirting with the ship right away. Uh, <laughs> he's a
1: pilot. You know, I, I believe it that he's like, look at this piece of machinery. It is beautiful to me
0: first thing he does when he hops on any mode of transportation is flirt with it that's Compl- what a pilot does
1: compliment compliment your ship before you start to fly
0: exactly it's only uh, it's only polite uh, but yeah Kilowog says alright you jack wagons and, it <laughs> off like you mean it. and I don't know what that means
1: I like it
0: hello hello, you Jonathan cars <laughs> Uh, but yeah, <laughs> Tao points out there's only four of them, so there's no real reason yep. to do roll call. Uh, Razor's spirits are kind of low. Mm. Let's, let's describe Razor real quick. Green Lantern's uniforms, they have green armor and the little green lantern symbol, which is a little circle and two lines. Yeah, Green is their color. Uh, mm. Razor has uh, a red lantern, and he's got like... A uh, circle with two lines that go up and then kind of lightning bolt out. Yeah, and his his outfit is sick. Yeah, it's kind of like like a faux skull, but it's like almost like a carapace. Yeah, like red uh, red armor and like a cool helmet.
1: Yeah, wow. and he's got these like spikes that stick out of his helmet that almost look like rabbit ears.
0: Yeah, it's very good, and he's just in this all the time, and I love that he's never powered right. down.
1: This yeah.
0: is his 9-to-5 uniform.
1: <laughs> yeah, now that you mention it, like I, I think I always presumed that was just his head and not a helmet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Razor's spirits are kind of low. He doesn't have high hopes for the mission. Mm-hmm. But Hal is optimistic. Uh, good news. I have found energy levels from a ring mm-hmm. that flew off to a nearby planet. Uh, bad news, it's about hit, about to be hit by a meteor in about five <laughs> minutes. Uh, so, Hal's like, well, got to save that planet now. That's my new top priority. And I love this when they use their rings with the ship. They just kind of, like, punch their fists into, like, the control panels. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then use their rings to power it through the engine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, they just kind of, like, put up a wall, but it's not quite strong enough to block the asteroid. Yeah, they're just trying to de- to delay it. So mm. they pour on everything they have, even stuff from like their reserves, and it delays it to six hours. This will yeah. not hit the planet.
1: Yeah, they've uh, they've slowed the asteroid so that it. Yeah, it'll, they they bought themselves enough time to go down, search the planet, find the new Green Lantern.
0: Yeah, and Kilowog's pissed because he's like, "Well, now we only have fumes. This is against regulations. <laughs> kind of deal."
1: And, and I Aya's I on Kilowog's side. She's like, we have two very skilled, highly trained Green Lanterns, uh, and you might die trying to find maybe a new Green Lantern down there on that planet. She's like, I, I don't think logistically it's worth it, but I'll go with you.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's describe Aya real quick. uh <sighs> when you introduce her, she is just like the ship's AI. So she's just like a, a green orb that talks. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think it's once Razor gets on board the ship, she kind of turns into a body. And she is like a little like svelte little body uh, with like a round head and like green kind of skin that looks like it's in a white uniform. Yeah. And her her feet just kind of end in like little stumps with little tiny... Impressions of feet
1: Right She's got like Chunky legs uh, And like her yeah. arms Like chunk out She's got like Cannons in her arms She looks like yeah. A real smooth Sleek My life as a Teenage robot
0: Mm-hmm Yes And like her hands Like They aren't hands They're just fingers Right Like so- her arms Just kind of end At the Like at the forearm And then you just Put fingers there Yeah <laughs>
1: But right, it, she does not have hands. But it works. She has arm and thin fingers.
0: Yeah, honestly. Very cool design. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So the ship kind of lands, and the gang sets off on foot.
1: It, I'll say it fully what? lands. It doesn't just kind of land.
0: <laughs> Some it's, ships kind of land.
1: It's not approximate. It 100% lands. <laughs>
0: Listen, there's three feet. Maybe sometimes it's only two and a half feet. <laughs> that it lands on.
1: Yeah, if there may be a slight hover involved.
0: These things happen, but yeah. Uh, so they set off on foot because they detect that it should be around there somewhere. And uh, how? Or no? Uh, Aya is talking about like, oh, there's something weird about this planet. Mm. A lot of weird, like seismic activity messing with scanners. So they just kind of have to huff it. And. They come upon a group of like three different aliens mm-hmm. around a campfire.
1: Yeah, these, uh they are castaways. They were on, I forget if they were all in on one ship together or if they're all from separate ships, but there's ships all crashed here on this planet and they're trying to survive.
0: Yeah. So yeah, there's these three different aliens and uh Hal walks up and just says, we come in peace. And then he like whispers to Kilowog, I've always wanted to say that. And Kilowog's just like, why?
1: <laughs> I love the Kilowog. He's a good guy, but he does not understand fun.
0: <laughs> no. Well, he doesn't understand the Earth reference. Right, yeah. <laughs> so the, the three of them introduce themselves as Zartok, this kind of like big, beefy guy with like, he's so he has one eye and he has a really pronounced brow above yeah. it. Like a little shelf. Uh, and he's got tentacle hair and a big fancy staff mm-hmm. spike mace thing. Yeah. There's uh, a lady named uh, Drusa who has uh, very spiky eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> and, and cool purple hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's Droog who is like, a, I called him a bug, but I think he actually has like regular teeth just looks like it protrudes oh, out of a... <laughs> I don't
1: like that image of a bug monster that has human teeth.
0: <laughs> so you can kind of see it he has yeah. like a, how a bug's head would look. Yeah. Like he's kind of like round and wide and he has like these like uh what do they call these kind of eyes that have a lot of little lenses round. in them. <laughs> <laughs> They start with that, yes. What <laughs> What are other words they use?
1: You know, it's a bug eye that's like multifaceted. Yeah,
0: multifaceted. Okay, it's it's hopeful and dreamy, uh, and yeah, it just kind of like squeezes down to like a little lips, and yeah, I think there are little teeth in there that he just kind of munches through. Right. I don't think any bugs talk. have teeth. I I guess not. <laughs> Hold on, I'll look it up.
1: Do any bugs have teeth?
0: Uh, I'm you only you want to know this answer?
1: I'm getting results for mandible, which isn't a, a, a... Oh, it says a mandible has teeth, but they're not... I don't think it's made out of the same stuff our teeth are made out of.
0: Here. No, it's... it's
1: Cora says, we, <laughs> no insect has teeth.
0: <laughs> and this is final. <laughs> well, that's good to know. Anyway. <laughs> they introduce themselves... Kilowog is, like, impressed with uh, Zartok's weapon. He's like, mm-hmm. that's a Thalian moon staff. That's only wielded by the defenders of Thalia's Prime and mm-hmm. their last great stand. So they all agree that, like, they will help them, like, get off the planet before the asteroid hits, but they could use their help looking for the new Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. And Kilowog kind of splits off with Zartok. <laughs> uh, Drusa and Aya kind of split off to, like, be with another girl. Mm -hmm. Uh, Razor goes off alone, and Hal is with Grood.
1: (laughs) Razor, uh, he insists, like, he thinks this mission is silly. He's like, look around, like, there can't be a green lantern here. And then Hal's like, oh, oh, we should just give up. Okay.
0: Uh, Razor's (laughs)
1: like, do I work alone? He just flies away.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so Hal is off walking with, and I have to, not, is Grood. Okay, with Grood. And he's just doing all the talking because Gru doesn't speak. Yeah, and he's just like, you know, I bet you're a senator back home. Big, <laughs> lots of speeches, leader of men, like, I, or you know, I bet you're a storyteller. I bet you weave <laughs> a fanciful tale of words. Uh, I I like. And that,
1: I, <laughs> I really like that Hal is sarcastic, but in like a very good-natured way.
0: Yeah, he's sarcastic, like he but he's
1: he's not insulting.
0: No, that's the thing. Yeah, I love this because he's not if he does speak, he's not being offensive in any way. Yeah. He if anything, he's just layering on compliments. He's like, <laughs> no, I, bet you, I bet you're a really good natured person. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love I love this version of Hal Jordan. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, Grood kinda like beckons Hal to a cliff's edge. And Hal's like, What well, I don't see anything. What do you see? And then Grood picks him up by the like his arm and leg and just chucks him off the ledge. <laughs> and he falls down and he's like, What the heck? And the ground kind of starts to like swallow him up and he's like, Uh uh-uh, uh, I don't like this. And it gets to his Green Lantern ring, and then it kinda glows, and then the earth immediately recedes. And he's like, Well, that doesn't make sense, but okay. And he tries radioing for help, but rings aren't weak enough, are are, are too weak.
1: Mm-hmm. Kilowog is walking around with Zartok, just so excited to be with a veteran of this very important battle that he that he's studied. He's so honored. You know, he's asking all these questions, and Zartok's like, "Yes, it was the beautiful battle. That we fought valiantly." And uh, when, oh, oh, what what's the girl's name? I missed her name. Drusa. Drusa. Drusa and Aya are walking around and Drusa twists her ankle on a rock and Aya's like, I will prepare a field dressing. And Drusa says, mm-hmm. I'd feel more comfortable if you took me back to your ship to have real medical attention, you know, in your medic bay. Mm-hmm. And then we see Razor uh, walking through a forest and like a, a tree thwacks him on the head. Uh, and then he hears chuckling and he looks up and perched on a tree branch, this, this alien is laughing at him, having a good hearty, good natured chuckle.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he kind of like leaps out, and Razor flies up, but he's lost him. Mm. Uh, I guess we we can describe that alien later when we get a better look at him.
1: Okay. Meanwhile, Hal uh gets back up from the ledge. He finds Groot, and Groot has been turned into mud, like a mud man. But he's yeah. frozen like a statue, and Hal reaches out to touch him, and he's brittle, and he crumbles.
0: And Hal has the moment like that could have been me. I'm glad it's not me. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Kilowog is, is walking around with Zart talking. he's like, I know I shouldn't say this, but <laughs> we're looking for a new Green Lantern. I really hope it's you. You're cool. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> Will you be my
0: big brother? Will you be my big brother? <laughs> you want to be my big brother in the big brother program? Not in real life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aya flies Drusa back to the ship and she sets her down on a bed and she goes to like a panel to grab mm-hmm. something. And just, just kind of, like, stands up, just totally fine. Right <laughs> behind w- her back. Yeah. Yeah. And just walks and points at another panel, like, what does this do? Uh, and Aya turns around and is like, oh, that's the, like, main processor for my computer. And she's like, great. And she slaps, like, a purple disc on it. Mm-hmm. And Aya kind of sparks up with purple lightning and falls to the ground, like, mm-hmm. disabled. Back in the forest, Razor discovers a, like, massive, like, spaceship graveyard. Mm-hmm. And this is where that stranger walks up again. And he kind of starts explaining how all these ships belong to pirates and like warmongers and all these people who were terrible and did bad things. And he says, their path led them to doom. It is the same path you are walking now. And he kind of like speaks quickly and speaks to the point. Mm. He introduces himself as Saint Walker. He's kind of like this very like uh, skinny kind of like worm like kind of like a worm like kind of alien
1: yeah he's, he's got an earthworm gym figure to him
0: yeah <laughs> he's he's gray with like black eyes and like little lines up and down his head and his ed, his head kind of ends in like a tail mm-hmm. uh like a like a uh, leku or something yeah but he is a uh, surprise another one of my favorite characters <laughs> um, and we'll i guess get into that later yeah. but Uh, Razor is kind of getting frustrated with conversation in general Uh and just starts swinging on St. Walker like (laughs) I don't care who you are unless you tell me who you are and what you need I'm directly to me I'm going to fight you
1: he yells taste my rage and St. Walker says rage has no power or taste for that matter
0: (laughs) while that's happening Uh, Hal's flying over the forest and he says I wish I could find my friends and then the trees suddenly part and create like a, a line heading away from them. And Hal's mm. like, okay, I'll, I'll try. <laughs> I accept. I
1: stay in the pocket.
0: What? Yeah. <laughs> Zartok, meanwhile, finishes his story and he gets like very frustrated with the ending. And he's like, Kellogg says, "Like, Why are you frustrated? You guys won the war. And he's like, No, we were the enemies. We were the Car- Carthodian horde. And he was like, we i was their general uh, <laughs> and he's got this mind, like this is clancy brown oh yeah so. definitely
1: you gotta get clancy brown in to do this it's a real yeah. solid voice cast on this show ron perlman oh, is sinestro yeah.
0: oh i forgot about that that's That's so, so good <laughs> yeah. But yeah he
1: he took his like moon staff he, he stole it off of the the body of an enemy uh, and he's been letting Kilowog believe that he was this heroic soldier. Uh, and now they fight also. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and we get this nice sequence where, like, the fights kind of cut into each yeah. other. One person punches someone, and then we cut to the next fight of another person falling down. A lot of scenes like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a nice scene uh, in the Razor-St. Walker fight. Yeah. Where... St. Walker kind of like, he's very nimble and like jumps and dodges and like doesn't direct, uh, direct, doesn't attack directly. He, um, he
1: fights with his hands behind his back, like real casually. Yeah.
0: yeah. And he, he like does a, like kind of like, like a handstand and then like, and springboards himself up mm. to like the top of a tree. And he says, Your kicks could use some work. A little higher at the knee, I think. Uh, (laughs) And Razor's eyes just kind of burn with rage. And he punches the tree and it starts falling. And St. Walker just kind of casually, yeah, like, hands behind his back, just starts walking down the tree as it falls. (sighs) Catches a fruit in midair and is like, you should really try this. This is very good melon, brother.
1: Uh, (laughs) He calls calls Razor brother multiple times. I love that St. Walker, like... Wants everybody to be their best self.
0: Yeah, best <laughs> to be your friend. A, yeah, I really like Saint Walker for this. Mm. I guess he's he's like kind of supposed to be like a like a religious figure, like a like a father at a church, uh-huh. uh, like a fa- like a father mokahi. Yeah, just like I'm just hey, I'm just here to help, and I think yeah. uh, what you're doing now kind of sucks, and you could do better, honestly. Uh huh. But yeah, and he, and he's very like not smug about it, but like. Lawful good smug. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's perfect. Lawful good smug. That's him. Uh, yeah. and Razor's so mad. Razor's so mad at everything. Razor's just constantly slightly seething with rage, uh, except yes. for when he has a crush on Aya. Those are Razor's two yeah. Uh And he's yelling at St. Walker, sit still so I can kill you. And he just says, <laughs> no, brother, how about you sit still? And just Vulcan nerve pinches him and Razor collapses to the ground. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and then he kind of like, uh, oh, what does he say? He says, there's a storm coming, brother, and we're going to need all the people of, stru- of like, true strength to help. Mm-hmm. You need to change your ways if you're going to help us in that war, in that storm. And he says, we need hope. And then he holds up the Green Lantern ring, and Razor's like, you're the Green Lantern. And he's like, no, uh, I've been looking for, like, the Green Lantern too. I'm on a different path. And he just kind of, like, puts the ring on, like, his... On razors like chess symbol, and I'm like, oh, I wonder if that's like symbology in some mm-hmm. way. But yeah, Saint Walker kind of like disappears, and Hal flies down to help Razor up. And he's like, "You found the ring, good job." And <laughs> he's like, "There's no uh, new Green Lantern, and it's definitely not one of these assholes that uh, we, yeah. we've been talking to." So they kind of fly up and, and find the others. Uh, meanwhile, in Kilowog's fight with Zartok. Zartok is hit with, like, a blast of, like, a steam vent out of the ground, and Kilowog just kind of grabs him and throws him off the clip behind him, mm-hmm. uh, and he says something like, it is a good day to die, <laughs> and then uh, the ship, I think it's called, like, the Interceptor or something, mm-hmm. uh, some kind of Tor name, uh, it kind of flies up, because now Drusa is flying it, and Zartok is standing above it. And repeats like it is a good day to die, and they blast him. <laughs> Razor and Hile, like kind of catch up, and they see the ship like fly mm. past them, and then they see Kilowog chasing the ship, and they just kind of like go join Kilowog. <laughs> like, hey, what's ha- what's uh, what's happening? <laughs> What'd you do? What's what's uh, where's Aya going? And uh, they explain, and they're trying to like catch up to the ship, and they like latch on with their rings, and they get. Kind of like take it on a sharp turn and are whipped into a rock, mm-hmm. and they're let go. And it looks like the ship's going to break free, and then suddenly a bunch of stone pillars start erupting out of this planet, trying to stop them and get in their way. And it knocks one, it knocks it up, and hits the wing. And the ship starts spinning. Looks like it's about to crash. And then these two trees just kind of like grow up uh, and become adults and important members of societies. All grown up. All grown up. <laughs> trees and uh they just kind of grab the wings and pull it back down to the planet's surface razor dives in there and kind of kicks them out kicks Mm. rusa and zartok out and he comes out he walks down the platform and he's carrying aya in his arms yeah and and this is like this they have like a romance in the show yeah and it's very Appropriately paced, and this is like very yeah, early yeah. into their like I think we like each other kind of phase, uh-huh. uh, where neither of them really know it, and it's it's very cute as she, he like breaks the purple disc and <laughs> she like wakes up and they just kind of like look at each other for a second.
1: I love that he's carrying her and crushing that in his fist at the same time.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He knows how to make an entrance.
1: He's very strong. Uh, She may also be very lightweight, made out of hyper light materials. But it's it's very fun that he's like, I insist on doing these both at once.
0: I think she's kind of, I think she's, so in, there is an episode uh, earlier in the series where a bunch of little parts come out of the ship and kind of like walk around and they're all the white parts of Aya. Mm. So I think all of the green part of her is energy. Oh! Or like some kind of like hard light or something. Okay. Something like that. And I think just the white is the real part. Mm. But I'm, I might be wrong about that. So yeah, Kilowog is all ready to go. But Hal is like, there's something wrong here. Why did the ring come to this planet and not find Green Lantern? And he kind of like sets the ring down. Uh, or no, he throws it. He throws it like, go get your master. go go find a new lantern right it
1: falls (laughs) the ring's either supposed to find its master or if it like it can't get to one like it just returns to Oa
0: yeah I need a warranty put me put me back and it just kind of like falls and it kind of whips up in the dirt and Hal's like oh and he just starts digging Mm -hmm. and and he's like get off planet that's an order and then we cut to commercial we come back and no one left the planet and (laughs) Hal's like Hal's like, that was an order. Get off the planet. And they're like, "Uh, we're disobeying orders. And Kilowog is like nice and smug about it, about disobeying orders. And Mm. Hal's like, hmm, gives him like a little smile, like, okay. And so Hal tosses the ring in this big old hole, and a huge, like, massive beam of green light shoots up out of that hole, uh, and it destroys the asteroid that was going to hit and then uh, green light kind of shoots up mm-hmm. and it creates like a big hard light band around yeah. the planet and it creates a green lantern symbol in a circle yeah. and it looks like a big ring is on this planet a yeah. green lantern ring
1: yeah like what if a and ring of Saturn w- was a green yeah. lantern ring for a whole planet yeah
0: and a deep voice goes I am Mogo and this is uh, Mogo, the Green Lantern, who is a whole planet. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, this is one of my favorite things about Green Lantern is that they have... It's not like uh, like a Star Trek where uh-huh. like, oh, most of these aliens are humanoid with weird faces. Yeah. This is like, oh, this, one of our uh, members of this alien species or alien task force is a whole planet One's a squirrel, one's a DNA (laughs) strand. Yeah, like there's a lot of like buck wild stuff with Green Lanterns, and I love it.
1: (laughs) Truly, truly a delight.
0: Yeah, but yeah, Mogo explains like he's been trapping evildoers to like on the surface to, to reform them. And he's like, thank you, Hal, for knighting me as the new Green Lantern. I'm so proud to be a Green Lantern. And then it just kind of ends on that. (laughs) It's very sweet.
1: And then Kilowog says, I gotta say, Jordan, you're gathering one unorthodox team, but it's an honor to be a part of it.
0: (laughs) All right. On the next episode.
1: The final episode. Not yeah. of this of this episode of the podcast, but ever of no. Green Lantern the Animated Series.
0: Yeah. This is Dark Matter. Previously on. <laughs> <laughs> it has been about 20 episodes. They defeated Atrocitus and then something kind of went wrong in Aya's programming. They there there was a Razor and Aya kind of romance. Mm. And I think she, there was a moment where she offered, like, love to him. And he like, there's no way I could ever love a machine or something like that. And it hurt her real good. Uh, and she pretty much just kind of turned on the, like, emotional identity of love. And there was a time where they went to, like, the, the you know, star sapphire planet. Mm. Uh, Carol Danvers came in for a little bit. And essentially, Aya has gone mad. Her color palette is swapped. Uh, Instead of white armor, it's black armor and like a blue skin tone. Mm -hmm. Uh, Her her eyes are these cool, like black with white dots. Yeah, Uh, and she's essentially trying to exterminate organic life as it as it has always been. She's going to, she's been absorbing energy from star systems, like like taking energy out of them, like killing stars, Uh, and is going to rip open a hole in time to go to the origin of the universe and remove the items, like, the resources required to create organic life. Mm -hmm. And she's just going to fill existence with, like, self-replicated machines and, like, rule all. Characters that have come up since then. uh, Guy Gardner's on the show now. Guy Gardner is, uh, when Hal Jordan leaves, and Earth just needs a new Green Lantern. Guy Gardner is just kind of like, he's an asshole uh-huh. but he's like the only one of the only good asshole characters i like because <laughs> he's like supposed to be an asshole mm. uh but it's 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 just endearing enough for me i really like, like character
1: i really like his outfit he's got this like double breast double-breasted big collared like jacket to his green lantern uniform he doesn't have that like smooth form-fitting action figure costume he's not wearing a morph suit like hal is
0: yeah he's just like wearing what's comfortable to him he's also when hal comes back to like the green lantern core after being at the far sector for a while guy gardner's watching earth and he's like well who's this guy and guy (laughs) gardner's like so friendly with everyone on oa mm-hmm. that he's like why this guy's better than me <laughs> <laughs> uh it's a good episode love guy Gardner. uh there's Tomar Ray who's uh, like a birdfish mm-hmm. uh, alien we get some action from the guardians guardians are like little blue guys that uh-huh. defend the they're like the senators of of green lantern stuff mm-hmm. what else uh the anti-monitor yeah <laughs> uh Anti Monitor is a significant character in the DC universe. He is like, he's kind of like Galactus, but for like the like nega world, uh, where where there's only like negative energy kind of stuff. And he's he's like he was the bad guy in Crisis on Infinite Earths. He's he's got a long uh, DC history to him, and uh, he shows up in this universe in DC Green Lantern the animated universe, and. He gets defeated, uh, because he's just a robot, and Aya guts him, and like where his head would be is like a little cockpit for Aya. And she just kinda <laughs> yeah! walks She just kinda walks his body like a mech suit.
1: Right. She controls him like that little alien in men in black.
0: Exactly. That's what it is. And uh I think that's everything to be covered, but yeah. There's there's also Manhunters, which is what uh before the Guardians had Green Lanterns. They tried using Manhunters to keep order in the universe. Didn't work out because uh, robots only want perfection. That doesn't work. And so Manhunters are awake again in their machine. So Aya has them under her control. Uh, and yeah, and I think now we're cut up.
1: <laughs> I I googled Anti-Monitor. And apparently at some point in the the Arrowverse, uh, which uh, I'm, I'm not super aware of, there was a live action Anti-Monitor. And he looks cool. Oh, my God. He looks like Zordon.
0: Live action. (laughs) He looks like Doomsday from, like... Is it Doomsday? No, uh, the Oscar Isaacs character. Oh,
1: Apocalypse!
0: He looks like Apocalypse, (laughs) Those are synonyms. (laughs) Those are synonyms, yeah.
1: Right. I don't know. I don't know what he's supposed to look like, but I like whatever this is.
0: I don't think he's supposed to look like this, like... This is a guy Antimonitor's like a planet-sized cur- like person. Uh maybe not planet-sized, maybe like skyscraper-sized person. Right. Um but yeah. <laughs> this yeah, you're right. This is what Zordon looked like <laughs> in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers when the tube got destroyed.
1: Mhm. Yeah. I think of it often.
0: Yep. This is this guy. He's got like a weird face. All
1: right. I googled him cuz I wanted to see if he had a hat. <laughs>
0: He does it. What was the consequence if he had a hat?
1: Galactus has a hat. This is what I know about him. He eats planets and he has like a hat that has handles on it.
0: Maybe the anti-monitor has a hat. Maybe that is a hat. I don't know. Old anti-monitor hat. <laughs>
1: We we gotta talk about this episode. We gotta talk about no anti monitor hat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is it hat? Because that's supposed to be like his teeth and his eyes. Wow, he's got like whale teeth.
1: Oh, I like that. (laughs) I like a villain
0: with baleen. (laughs) All right, no (laughs) inconclusive evidence for (laughs) anti monitor hat. (laughs) Do your own research, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> anyway Green Lantern animated series so we're back on Oa this is like the Green Lantern like home hub world Ganthet, who is like the cool green guardian the rest of them are all kind of like uptight bureaucrats mm-hmm. Ganthet's like yeah uh, <laughs> whatever you need to do to save the universe man you got mm-hmm. this uh, I love Ganthet, and he's like giving orders to all the Green Lanterns There's, you can probably zoom in and see all the different kinds yeah mm. uh, but they're all a bunch of green, green specks that uh, dot the landscape. And he's giving the speech like, mm. this is a battle we probably can't win. Yeah. She has the power of multiple star systems. But we're going to fight. And we're going to fight until our last breath. And Hal is like consulting the Book of Oa. Right. The big book.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's giving the speech to all of the soldiers of Oa who look very grim uh, and Hal mm-hmm. is hanging back at the background. And then he walks to a library to read a 20-foot tall magic book.
0: <laughs> As you do. yeah. Uh, and yeah, Tomar Ray pops up. I really like Tomar Ray. Yeah. He, he's written differently in a lot of different comics. But he's he's a cool orange guy with a fin uh, on mm. his head and a little beak. And he's like, there's no way this could be your fault, Hal. Mm. And Hal's like, I, I know, but I... You know, I think Tomar Ray says, it's not your fault for trying to cultivate independence in Aya. There's no way you'd have known that it would lead to this. Mm. Uh, and How is is just, like, uh, regretful. Like, that's my friend. Like, mm-hmm. I know there's good in her. That kind of stuff. And Tomar, like, points out, like, one of the star systems that she absorbed. It was a system devoid of life. Uh, and... How like makes a face, and Tomar like goes back to join the others, and he pulls up like all systems mm. that are devoid of life, and overlays it, and they it kind of cuts away, but it's implied to be the same areas. Yeah. Mm. And then we cut to war. Well, war is happening now.
1: R- right. I just wrote space battle exclamation point. <laughs> there is a yeah. squirrel.
0: Yeah, that's Chip. So yeah, they head off to war. Aya is in her anti-monitor mech suit, like, guarding this, like, satellite uh, that she's, like, hooked up to. And there's a bunch of other, like, ships and, like, manhunters. And Aya is, like, still needs time to get ready and orders. She's like, children, fire! Something like that. That's, she doesn't sound like that. <coughs> she sounds like Gray Griffin. <laughs> so Kilowog is, like, smashing boss left and, li- left and right. He's got, like, a big old hammer. Guy Gardner, Guy Gardner uses the backside of a brass knuckles to punch someone. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand it. Yeah. Uh, and he get, he gets saved by Chip, who, like, takes the head off of one of these uh, manhunters. We have uh, Chaselion, or Chaselon, who is that little disco bulb guy with the tentacles. Yeah. Uh, he is, like, shooting lasers, and what's the other guy? Larvox is, like, a little, like, slug guy with six arms. And he pulls out six swords and starts dicing up a ship. Kilowog summons up like four, like a Gatling gun backpack that mm-hmm. destroys a ship. Action. Action.
1: <laughs> yeah. And Hal goes to uh, somebody named Salak. Salak, who seems like sort of a strategy general. Somebody who isn't battling, but is like looking at a, a hollow screen somewhere. And he's like. Yeah. I've, I've got an idea. I've got a plan. Like, let's stop fighting her. I think I can. I can make an appeal to her. And Salak isn't listening. Uh, so Hal just flies right up to Aya himself. And Aya, she's got this like big cosmic hand that's like holding the the seed of the universe in it. And this is where she oh, like, hmm.
0: Y- this is yeah. This, she opens like a gate in yeah. the inside. Yes. Of. She pulls Hal Jordan like into like the guts and the tummy. Of this anti-monitor, <laughs> and yeah, she has this gate there. Yeah, the way they they show the universe being made,
1: yep, just a cosmos swirling around in a a, a big galactic hand.
0: I kind of like the the hand. It's like this is kind of like a like a higher resolution image, but like the way I watched it, it kind of looked like there was no uh, texture to the fingers. Yeah, it was just an an implied negative space.
1: Oh yeah, the, the fingers
0: would be yeah. Which uh, yeah, very cool. And the the hand kind of moves throughout the scene. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of squeezing the universe, <laughs> like juice, <laughs> kind of <laughs> juice in this universe and the life.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, I uh, wants to give Hal. She's like, I will give you a gift, Hal Jordan. I I always respected you in our time together. I will let you survive to watch the recreation of the universe and you will be the last living organism in existence.
0: Yeah, you will be the last person to feel emotion ever.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: da, da, da. Yeah, she holds him in like a tractor bubble. Yeah. Is, is what I've called these things, like a, like a hard light bubble. Yep. That kind of like traps them. And yeah, Hal wakes up and she's already heading towards that hand and Hal follows her. Uh, first, Howell's, like radios in, like, I need Razor. Send in Razor, top mm. priority. And starts following Aya. <laughs> the,
1: the plan they develop for Razor to get him in there to try and stop the Aya monitor is that they will uh, shoot him like a living bullet into the heart of the anti-monitor suit?
0: Yes. And it works.
1: Like he's Gonzo the Great being shot out of a cannon.
0: (laughs) Yeah. There's like a nice little moment with Kilowog and Razor where Kilowog's like, I know we all love Aya, Uh, like she's all of our our friends, but like, you know what you have to do, right? Mm -hmm. And Razor's like so sad this whole episode, like super bones about the concept of even like killing this person that he Mm -hmm. loves. Yeah. And I think at first, so at first Razor rejects Aya. And then Aya kind of turns evil, and in the time they don't see each other, Razor comes around and finds out that she's different now. So now he's like full on love train and just mm-hmm. like <laughs> ready and angry and full of rage and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, which is well, how he works best being a Red Lantern.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He uh, had to like go on like an inner journey in one episode. Was like, I don't feel angry anymore. He's He had his like his Zuko arc. Uh, <laughs> He's like, I don't have anger for anymore. So he used the anger for, like, hating Atrocitus. Mm-hmm. So now he just kind of, like, pulls anger from where he can find it. Mm-hmm. Um, Hal kind of catches up with Aya in this, like, hand room. And <laughs> she she says, like, I'm surprised you didn't try to shoot me in the back, being being as, as smart as you are. Mm-hmm. And Hal is just, like, trying to talk her out of it, like, don't create an empty universe. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, no, 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 not empty. Full of machines. Devoid of pain. A perfect universe. Hal is like trying to like talk Aya down. Mm-hmm. Like, I need a universe without suffering. No need for organic life. And Hal says, it's time for a rude wake up and kind of shows her like a video mm-hmm. of uh, another guardian, Sade, who created uh, Aya and this, I- this AI. And Sade says, in order to complete the design of the AI, she pulled a sliver out of the Entity living in the central power battery Mm -hmm. on Oa. Central power battery powers all the individual lanterns for the Green Lanterns. uh, And inside it is uh, like a green monster. (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's just called the Entity. Every color on the spectrum has its own monster that has its own name. But I think this one's just called The Entity for some reason. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong about that. So he's like, you're alive, Aya. You're one of us. You're organic. And Aya like, slices Hal away with like, a slice of energy. And, and she's like, fine. <laughs> I'll make a universe without me, too. Uh-huh. That's fine. As long as it's devoid of pain, it'll be a worthwhile objective. Mm-hmm. And then far behind them, is kind of slowly making a knife construct. And, oh, he's, he's, like, really bummed. And he's, like, charging up. And Hal sees this. And Aya says, yours will be the last emotion in existence. What is it, Hal Jordan? And he just says, regret. Mm-hmm. And Razor, like, sniffles a tear and, like, flies towards them, knife in the air above his head. Mm-hmm. And he's just yelling in anguish. And Aya spins around and is like, Razor! And the knife immediately disappears out of his hands, and Aya just reacts and, like, blasts him with a beam of energy. Mm -hmm. And she's just like, oh no, what have I done? Mm -hmm. And Razor just tumbles away through the sky, just bleeding. And Howl's like, you have, you are alive. You have emotions. And your judgment is just as flawed as anyone else. Mm -hmm. You are not absolute. And Aya just Flies over and catches Razor, and he's like, "Aya," and she says, "Yes, my love."
1: Right? I, I hadn't watched the show in a couple years, and I forgot that they got to the point of actually referring to each other as love <laughs> within these yeah. twenty six episodes.
0: It's very sweet.
1: <laughs> it is.
0: But yeah. I. Uh, uh, oh no! This he uh, he says, "Yes, my love," and then he doesn't answer, mm-hmm. and she she just says to to how like. Razor must receive medical attention right now. And she flies back and kind of fixes the meddling she did with the origin of life Mm -hmm. and just tractor bubbles Hal and Razor like right out of there before the Big Bane happens. And she says I've absorbed enough energy to turn back time itself. I now use that power to heal your body. And all the circuitry around them glows green. Like very bright bright, vibrant brilliant green. Mm -hmm. And Aya kind of goes back to her normal color palette. Yeah. And Razor's body is healed and he wakes up. And Aya asks him, like, why didn't you strike me down? You had the chance. And he says that his constructs are powered by hate. When he sees Aya, the only thing he sees is love. He's like, there is
1: no hate in my heart for you. How could I?
0: And then they hold hands and Aya starts crying.
1: Pure romance.
0: Yeah, it's good. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> we're, we're just
1: yelling. I don't, I don't know who it's we're good. yelling
0: at. We're yelling at it. It's good. Uh, the the manhunters outside are still firing. Aya kind of explains that, like, uh, like, uh oh, uh, in my madness, I uploaded a copy of myself to every Manhunter, and they all have the <laughs> capability of destroying the universe.
1: Yeah, like they don't, since she's reverted back to her original programming and color scheme, these other Aya copies don't recognize her as one of them anymore. They won't listen right, to her. Right, because she's
0: not not a copy from the last, like, ten minutes. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so Aya has, like, come up with a solution. She's like, I will make a computer virus that will seek out all forms of Aya and delete them. And she, like, broadcasts this virus <laughs> to the battlefield. And Razor, like, comes up and, like, hugs her from behind. Yeah. And, he's, and he's like, please, please tell me that doesn't delete you too. And Aya's like, this is the only way to completely fix my problem. Yeah, she says,
1: it is too late, my love. It is already done. And it's, it is kind of funny to me that she, like, waves her hands at the battlefield and, like, green energy, like emits from her hands for a couple seconds and that's it. It is done. She's released a virus that will kill everyone, including herself, for just holding up her palms for a couple seconds.
0: That's how the cloud works. <laughs> that's she just airdropped a whole virus. <laughs> space. But yeah, Razor kinda like looks up and watches as all the manhunters kind of like start like crackling and mm-hmm. like stop moving and kind of drift in their current path. And all the Green Lanterns are like watching this happen, and then Aya starts crackling, and Razor like supports her body and her Mm -hmm. head, and he's asking her like, "Please don't leave me alone." And Aya's like, "You won't be alone now. You have a family," and it it shows like Hal and Kilowog, and she's like, "Somehow, I will always be watching over you too." And Razor's like, "How do you know?" And she says, "It's just." A feeling, mm-hmm. and like fades away into like particles of light, mm-hmm. and and Razor's. He doesn't let out a big no, but he's just like, ah, like like you can kind of see it in his his tension in his body. Mm-hmm. And then they cut to the next scene.
1: Yeah, it's it's back on Oa. There's apparently going to be some big heroic ceremony after winning this battle, like the end of Star Wars. And Kilowog and Hal go up to Razor, who is uh angsting you know on a platform yeah. somewhere he's
0: just he's kind of like watching the horizon just yeah. like staring.
1: yeah and they're like are you, are you gonna come to the heroic ceremony uh <laughs> they don't literally call it that nobody who's going to heroic ceremony to be recognized calls it the heroic ceremony for us the heroes <laughs> and they're yeah. like are you, are you going to the ceremony it's cool we might get medals uh, and he's like no i he refuses to believe that Aya is dead. He's like, I know she's still out there. A, a, a creature as strong and smart and clever as Aya could never be completely gone. There must be some back door to this. I'm going to go out there mm-hmm. and find her. And they offer yeah. to go with him, and he's like, I I have to do this alone.
0: I I love this because he goes, Kilowog offers, and he like to puts a hand on Kilowog's shoulder. Like this is a like a lovely moment of enemies to friends. Because mm. he's, he's like, Kilowog, my friend, you yeah. would only slow me down. Uh. And Hal's like, if you need anything at all, just let us know. We will come right to your help. And he's like, I know. And he like shakes Hal's hand and he goes to offer his hand to Kilowog. And Kilowog just swallows up him up in a big old hug. Uh-huh. Uh, and Razor does like a nice pat on his back. And yeah, he kind of flies off into space. And, and uh, the last thing we see is he kind of flies off into the into the stars and then a blue lantern ring kind of floats up into frame, turns around and follows after him. Mm-hmm. And that's the last shot. That's the last shot of the show. Oh. And that's uh Green Lantern in the Animated Series.
1: Yeah, the the Blue Lantern, if you don't know, that's the lantern of hope. That's Saint yeah. Walker is the the patron lantern of of that color and of that that yes. element of that virtue. And that's what he's been yeah. trying to instill in razor razor whose backstory was i think like he had a wife and maybe a, a child who were destroyed by a, atrocities he or had, in some battle or
0: he had a wife i think alana who uh was i think atrocities like killed him killed his wife but it wasn't clear at first that that's mm. what happened mm-hmm. is something like that but yeah, uh, there's an episode where St. Walker, still on Mogo. St. Walker didn't leave Mogo. They're friends. At the end of the last episode. Yeah, they're friends. And this kind of mirrors what happens in the comics. It's like when he first became like the patron saint of uh, of the Blue Lantern Corps, he kind of goes up on a, like, a mountain because he's like, that's where the hero is. That's where the savior is. And he goes all the way up this mountain. It's a long, treacherous journey. And he looks up and it's raining. And he's like, there's no one here. And it's just like a flat uh rocky peak and he looks down and like the rocky peak is like reflected and he just sees himself and it's (gasps) it's a moment of truth he's like it's me and he's like i have to do it i can't rely on anyone else there's got to be hope and yeah it's i really like saint walker's story Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, and there's a mid series like uh finale like right before like we meet guy gardner where they i think they're fighting Atrocitus. And but Blue Lantern's power is based on hope and it supercharges Green Lantern energy and weakens red energy. Mm. Uh so Mogo like shoots a beam at like the like red lantern headquarters, like Floating Castle, and it's not strong enough, and they throw like Saint Walker up in the beam and it supercharges it and it like makes the beam good and it's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> But yeah, there's 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 a lot more uh, epilogue, I guess, for this show. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of fans were upset that we didn't get any more of the show. This yeah. was even if merch wasn't very heavily bought, it was still very well loved and very well received show. And so there are like a couple hints in other DC properties of like being an epilogue uh, in Justice League action. I just watched the scene before we start recording. There's a scene in like a Green Lantern based episode where he's like mm-hmm. <laughs> Patton Oswalt plays like an intergalactic cab driver. Oh, and sure. Like, I got one of these. I got one of these newfangled GPS, and it's uh, Gray Griffin comes up again as the voice of Aya. Oh! and is like, "I'm your GPS." And at the end of it, he's like, "I'm not a GPS. I'm looking for someone," uh, and turns into an orb and flies away. Uh. And there's also, Young Justice spoilers, Razor shows up. Wow! In an episode of season four of Young Justice. Yeah, I'm excited. And he's like, they meet him because he's like on his search for Aya. That's what's happening. And I love it.
1: <laughs> he, he will search. They will search for each other through years, through so many different DC titles to get back to each other again. Yeah!
0: <laughs> yes, it's good. It's pure. It's love. But yeah. That is Green Lantern, the animated series. Mm-hmm. Um, I it, think it's, it's, it's no uh, overstatement that I really, really like the show.
1: Yeah, it's a really <laughs> solid show. It's very entertaining. Uh, check it out. It's all on HBO Max.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely recommend. All right. Well, this was my pick. Mm-hmm. Next time, I'm sorry to say we don't have your recommendation for next week because we're having a guest. Yeah. Next week, we are having Ignacio from Crossplay from the Whatnots Network. Yes. Coming on for our first foray into Digimon. Next week, we'll be doing a Saturday morning uh, giant episode for Digimon Tamers. So get ready for that. That's going to be very a lot. That's yeah. going to be very a lot of fun. <laughs>
1: Ignacio is a big Digimon fan. We go deep into yeah. it.
0: Yeah, I really, really appreciate Ignacio's love of Digimon and mm. appreciation of uh the original format of mm. Digimon. So yeah, look look forward to that. That'll be coming out soon. But yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys would like to talk to me about Green Lantern the Animated Series, please uh you can find us on Twitter at SaturdayMoPod. You can email us uh Saturdaymopod at gmail.com. If you'd like to leave us a five-star rating and review, wherever you can review this podcast, it super helps people find the show. We would really appreciate it. Take a screenshot, send it to us. We'll read it on our, one of our next episodes. I think we also have our Discord up. Yeah! So if you can't find the link for that, check our Twitter. And if not, send me a message on Twitter. I'm at JamsWilk if you need it. Uh, Mel, where can they find you? You can find me
1: on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other shows on the Whatnots Network. That is Whatnots, spelled like astronauts. I'm on the Review Show, which is a weekly book club style look at all sorts of different entertainment. Every week we'll watch a different movie or a season of a TV show or read a couple volumes of a manga or comic. And we did talk about all of Green Lantern, the animated series. This was way back on episode 49 in March of 2019. Uh, I did just go back and listen to that one to refresh myself on the series. Uh, My audio is a little spotty. It's it's gotten much better. Uh, I recommend you check it out. And then I'm also on the uh, Captain's Log every week, which is our nonsense off-topic silly chat show where we talk about pop culture news and we play games. And by the time this is out, we have released our annual Trivia Night episode. Uh, it's me and my co-host, Ooh. Kyle, and Ignacio often joins us for this. Uh, we just challenge each other with trivia questions. Winner gets a pizza.
0: <laughs> do you really get a pizza?
1: Yeah. Yes, the other two will Venmo you uh, the cost of a, a pizza. Half a pizza? Right, yeah.
0: <laughs> awesome. Have you won? What kind of pizza do you get?
1: Uh, I have one before. I, we set like a Domino's as like the standard pizza. Well, I think it was like... We presumed a pizza, like, a average pizza was, like, 12 bucks. So, like, they would each okay. send me $6. No matter how many people <laughs> are playing trivia, the winner still gets one pizza. You don't get one pizza from everybody. <laughs> it's just one cumulative pizza.
0: That's a whole different trivia. You need <laughs> you need a lot of trivia points to get to two pizza trivia. <laughs> but, yeah, go check that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you guys again so much for listening. This was an absolute delight to talk about this show. And I'm excited to talk about Digimon next week. Mm -hmm. Don't forget, guys, relax, kick back. It's Saturday.
1: It's Saturday. And the great battle of Thalius Prime was over. What an inspiration. And what an honor to hear about it in your words, Zartok. We would have won if my battalion hadn't been captured. You did win. The Cardonian Horde was defeated that day. Precisely. Because my battalion was the Cardonian Horde. And I was their general. (laughs) takes the power
0: of my rage. Rage has no real power or taste for that matter. Mm-hmm. It's the orphan child of fear and despair.
1: Moonstaff. Only the defenders of Thales Prime carry that weapon. Yes. And I personally pride this one from the cold hands of one of their fallen soldiers as a trophy.
0: Your kicks need work. A little higher at the knee, I think. Speaking of taste, though, You really should try this melon, brother. Very sweet.